Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed or subscribe wherever you get your podcast. When you visit, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can become a sustaining member. Click the Donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and Wire gear, and activity days with prizes. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And LDG. LDG automatic tuners are built with industrial quality components for safety, durability, and long life. LDG microprocessors run state-of-the-art matching firmware to find a match in seconds. For more information, visit ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Uh, yes, sir. Well, hello. It's Christian Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. How are you doing? As my friends in Philadelphia would say, how are you doing? And then we would meet each other later at Monk's for those fries, those delicious fries and a veggie burger. Mm. Mm. I know what you're saying. You're saying, boy, I need my meat. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Go over to Geno's or Pat's and get you some. I'm just saying, let me get mine and let me get it from Monks and some of them fries. I don't know. Welcome back. I hope everyone made it back from Dayton 2019 in good form with something new or old but new to you type of deal. I didn't make it out there. I seem to be on an every other year rotation as it uh, relates to Dayton Hamvention in Xenia, Ohio. I still have a little bit of the crud, so you may hear me cough it out. Look, we're just going to do this like we're doing it on the radio itself. You know, this is the intersection of life and amateur radio, and I've got some crud left over. I, I was doing okay, man. I was sick for about three weeks. I slept on the couch for probably two, maybe ten days, I don't know. That sucked. It made me, you know, think about wanting to buy a new couch. One that was more like a bed in the living room. But then uh, a couple of days, and here I am again, coughing. I'm like, why am I coughing again? It has returned a little bit. So last night I uh, got hopped up on the NyQuil. I'm not even measuring it out anymore. Do you do that? No, ma'am. I'm gloom, gloom, right from the bottle. Ah. Like it's a shot of tequila in a Mexican, you know, beach resort. <clears throat> there you go. A throat clear just for you. So people are saying, did you go? Did you go? What'd you do? I didn't, I didn't go. I didn't go. And I um, just got a lot of family stuff going on right now. And it is led by, of course, my immediate family, but also like, you know, other things that are happening. Like my father-in-law, two small heart attacks last week. Two, they say small. I'm doing air quotes. Had to get a stint, uh, three stints put in. He was 95% blocked up and they said if he wouldn't have been feeling ill when he was feeling ill it was sort of like a trigger a reminder like hey man you might want to get this checked out if that wouldn't have happened they said look he could have had the massive one 
any day, any minute, and die. So that was going on last week. The week before that, just before my daughter's birthday, my mother-in-law trips on the steps, rolls over her foot, comes back up, walks on it a little bit, hits another step, and uh, breaks a bone in her foot. These are not reasons why I did not go to Dayton. These are just things, life things. But I also had some fun stuff. Went to see Dave Matthews Band here in St. Louis. And that's always fun. I got to take my four-year-old and my now nine-year-old. She uh, is having her first concert. She'll be five in, uh, in August. So it'll be five and nine. But right now, four years old, first concert, Dave Matthews Band. Thank you to Ian, my good friend, Kilo India 9 Whiskey. Always fun to hang out with him. And everybody's just so great and nice uh, to my girls. Very sweet. And when you're taking your kids to, like, the first concerts, you know, mine was different. Mine was different. And we'll talk about that at some other point. But, I mean, they're going back to the rigs. You know, I'm talking about the 18-wheelers that are carrying things. There's video systems set up there. Like the full Monty, man. And everybody's just so nice. And I've been a fan for so long. So the experience is great. And my little one, the four-year-old, she's totally into the lighting. The lights are whipping around. And she's just like chilling, like checking out the lights. And my big girl just turned nine. And her first concert was Dave Matthews. And uh, this time around, she was totally into the performance. She was into seeing what they were doing. She plays piano, so she's interested in that uh, dynamic. Also, all the other musicians. It's a lot to take in. It's a lot going on in a major rock and roll concert. So that was happening last week as well. Not the reason why I did not go to Dayton. Again, I'm on an every other year thing. Enjoy that. That's very phlegmy, but it is not discolored phlegm. So I think the infection is definitely leaving. You know you wanted to hear about it. I did get to watch a little bit of Dayton. There's some, you know, it's an interesting thing. I think we're feeling a bit of a shift now. And maybe it's been happening for a while and I'm just not paying attention to it. There are things about some of the ham radio content providers. I don't know what you'd call it, or us. It's not like media. I don't know, but maybe it is. We get credentials and that kind of thing, so maybe it is. Everybody's doing something a little bit different, and uh, there are several YouTube channels. I kind of feel for the old school, you know, a little bit, because... This week, you're going to hear about, hey, let's show you a slideshow. Let's show you some pictures, or let's show you this from Hamvention, which already happened, right? But you can watch what happened in real time on, like, YouTube. Now, I think the live streaming aspect of it still needs to get beefed up, maybe power. There were power outages. I looked at uh, W5KUB a little bit. I think what he does there... That's kind of his lane. I think he goes there and sets up, and you can watch it if you want to watch it. I mean, he's doing tons of hours. That's not for me. 
but you can kind of get a glimpse in. I didn't see any kind of walking around live streaming of the uh, flea market. And that's kind of what I dig, you know, that kind of moving around, you be the eyes type of deal. Cool. It existed other places, though. People were out there YouTube streaming. Some of the uh, bigger YouTubers were there, and they were doing their thing. But little people, too. I'm talking about, like, people that you've never heard of. It's like Johnny Five or, you know, who uh, Tony Espinoza, you know, and they're out there, and they're capturing stuff. And within a day, they've got 1,500 views. So there is sort of this uh, craving to be there if you couldn't be there and just to watch it. The greater point being, uh, the bigger YouTube channels are not necessarily uh, the only ones out there providing the content anymore. And the bigger point of all of this is uh, shows like Ham Venture, uh, what are they called? Uh, Ham Nation kind of the older established video ham media. I don't even know what to call this stuff, man. I don't know. If you dig that, I guess you'll go and you'll watch that and you'll watch a bunch of slides. And this is, uh, oh, Charlie. Here's old Charlie and oh, Jimmy. Here's Jimmy. I, I just love getting together with Jimmy. And you can look at that days after if you want, but it's actually being produced in real time and these videos are going up and uh, they're getting lots of views in real time so I think there's a change in the way that Dayton is being covered certainly in the video realm it's out there when you get back here and you're doing your show two or three days later and you're trying to recap stuff it's been up there for days. It's been up there in real time. Again, I found that, uh, you know, it's a much deeper conversation what I think. It doesn't really matter what I think about what's happening and what's being produced and the quality of the content. But there is certainly a lot of people who are interested in it. I was one of them. You know, I went in and typed up date in 2019, and there's a score of videos and live feeds and streams that you can watch if you want to and have the time. I did what I could. I saw some stuff. But uh, I think there's a shift. And if you're doing a video-related, internet-based cast, I don't know what they call it. What are these guys? The YouTubers are doing videos. They're all doing something a little different, which is cool. And then you've got, like, the Ham Nation that does what they do on the Twit which is still internet-based. When it comes to uh, Dayton, the YouTubers are banging it out in real time or like within a day or same day. And I don't know if uh, people really need to wait anymore to take a walk about through you know, the Dayton Hamvention come Tuesday or Wednesday or later on in the week. I think there's a shift. I was invited to uh, do a meetup there if I was able to get there with a bunch of uh, the YouTube folks and people who are creating the content. It's very nice. I appreciate that uh, invite. Uh, Maybe next year. Maybe next year. I I was so busy back at home. Uh, Family first, always, and not to mention a full plate at work. That said, when we come back, 
I did have some boots on the ground there. We got our credentials. We were there. We were represented. And and thank goodness we're not swimming in that video YouTube stream. I mean, it's just, it's very saturated. There's a lot going on. And even if you're whoever that no one's ever heard of, and you don't even have a show, but you were streaming or you caught some video, a couple of minutes of it, you were getting major hits just because there's an interest there. So it's good that amateur radio is getting uh, covered. It's also good that people are uh, interested and care. But uh, there's a change. There's definitely a, a change, I feel. I'm an audio guy. I'm doing audio. I don't care what you say. You know. But I had some boots on the ground here, and we're going to get some perspective from a couple of ham friends of mine. It's a couple. They're an interesting couple. And uh, Laura and Jack. And Jack is this big man. He's a big man. I've, I've called him Jack the Bear. Uh, so Laura and Jack the Bear are back this time around to give a recap of a, like an inside look, a ham's ham's perspective. And we'll take a look at that next. When in doubt, hang them high. This is 100 watts and a wire. The IC9700 all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features such as dedicated amateur satellite operation, a color touchscreen, D-Star capability, RF direct sampling on 2-meter and 70-centimeter bands, dual independent receivers capable of full duplex operation, as well as dual watch, and 100 watts max output power on 2 meters, 75 watts on 70 centimeters, and 10 watts max on 1.2 gigahertz. Visit icomamerica.com backslash amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. Made in America, shared worldwide. This is 100 watts and a wire. Speaking of shared worldwide, WTWW out of Tennessee, shortwave radio station, one of the shortwave radio stations that runs 100 watts and a wire, and incidentally other ham radio-related audio type of things, like Ham Talk Live with Neil, who's coming up to do a special ops segment. I've got a lot to get to, and I'm reminded that I wanted to give you some additional thoughts, not just on the immediacy of what's happening and how things are being shared quickly through video out of Dayton nowadays. It seems like it's much faster, was my point on the front side. But also uh, Dayton itself, and talking about uh, something that is new, the K4 from Ellacraft. Now, you may have to be a rich guy to get this one. I didn't see a price tag on it. And maybe not a rich guy, maybe uh, between three and four thousand dollars. But for me, that's pretty rich. And I don't know too much about that radio, if anything at all. It looks sexy. If uh, you could fall in love with a radio, that's probably a radio you might be able to fall in love with. I'm interested in learning more. I would like to touch it. Now, I'm, I know I'm using words that sound. Strange when you apply love and physicality to yourself and a radio. But just deal with it. Just deal with it. I want to touch it. I want to poke at the screen a little bit. I want to turn the knobs, girl. I want to turn the knobs. But I'm not giving you four Gs. I don't have it. Can't do it. But that was a new release out of Dayton. So I'm curious if you bought that radio, if you got to touch it. It's not as sexy if you got to touch it. You know what I'm saying? And after many hands have touched it, now it's getting weird. I'll admit that that part right there is getting a little, getting off the track. 
But uh, let's see what else. Uh, we talked about some of the live streaming, although it is coming out fresh and uh, new and immediate. It is also a little glitchy and didn't seem so stable. Uh, KUB was dropping power quite a bit. And for me, that's a tune-out factor. If you're falling off too much, you know, I think maybe they got to figure out some power. I'm not sitting around waiting for you to get back up. Uh, and he was in a, in a kind of tricky corner there. I know exactly where he set up. Same as last year. Uh, foot traffic seemed a little light to me uh, on video, but he is in a weird spot. I'll give him that. Uh, ICOM. Now, see, if you took your money and were looking at for a good radio, I mean a really good radio and one that's been selling and proven, the 7300 from ICOM, you could get that. It was $999, which is about $300 less or so, maybe a couple of hundred dollars less than what the uh, market had been going for that radio. I think when it first came out, it was closer to fifteen hundred. Got down around twelve, nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars at the Dayton Hamvention, with a one hundred dollar rebate. So eight hundred and ninety-nine dollars for that rig. Yeah, that's uh, that's something I think many more people could have done and popped on. Uh, the new sexy radio uh, from Ellacraft, the K4, that's something that you go, oh, you got, and you know you got to go back home and work that ass off to put those dollars aside. But again, I wouldn't just walk into a hamvention, see a new radio, and go, how much you want for that? $3,644,000, you know, whatever, Without touching it, using it, trying it, reading reviews, hearing how it's doing, what's what's up with that? But uh, you know, it's there now, and it's good. It's it's good to have players out there in the game producing new stuff for us uh, to dream about. What else there? Uh, I think that's pretty much it for Hamvention. But I had boots on the ground there, and a recap from Laura and Jack the Bear now. Hello, everyone. This is Laura, Whiskey Zulu 8 Charlie, and... Jack, Whiskey 8 Kilo Echo Charlie. And today, we are coming to you from our home in God's country, Traverse City, Michigan. And we're going to give you a review of the 2019 Hamvention at the Green County Fairgrounds in Xenia, Ohio. So, where do you want to begin? The beginning. Wow, okay. So, we left at Wednesday night. We got in the car. We had it fairly packed. We got a later start than we wanted. And we made the four-hour trek down to my mom's place where we spent the night. And I think Jack and I can both agree that we did not get any sleep. Um, we got probably like four hours of solid sleep. Would you? It's like Christmas Eve though. It It is like, that's a, such a good way of putting it, babe. It's like Christmas Eve. So you're so excited and you're just, you can't wait. So we got up early the next morning and got on the road and we made our first stop in Wapakoneta, Ohio to visit the Armstrong Air and Space Museum. What were your thoughts on it? 
if you've never been, it's kind of one of those places you should go, especially if you're into space. I think it is a little overpriced for what you get, but it's kind of one of those things you got to do at least once. So it's $8 an adult. So for the two of us to go, it was $16. I have been before, so I kind of knew what to expect. If you have never been there, it's very easily noticeable as you're driving on I-75 because there's a large concrete dome coming out of the ground. And it's to replicate the moon for obvious reasons. And... um. We stopped there. There just so happened to be a bunch of school kids on a field trip, which made things even more crowded. We thought on a Thursday we would be um, set to kind of have the place to ourselves, but clearly that was not the case. But with the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, like I really feel like it was fitting, don't you? Yep. So, so we spent like an hour there i think max and that was with a 28 minute movie (laughs) yeah that's true so the dome is actually like the movie theater and we watched a 28 minute movie but it was actually really good it had like audio and video that i had never seen before so yeah the, the movie was really good it's it's worth going but you're gonna feel like you overpaid by a little bit but if you've never been you should go definitely i i fully agree it's got a lot of history and it it does have some pretty unique artifacts um, that you can't just see any day, uh, you know, flight suits, moon rock, things like that. So then we got back in the car and we went to probably Jack's one of his favorite places. We went to the Wright Pat Air Force Museum. Yeah, the the U.S. Air Force Museum at Wright Pat Air Force Base, and we went last year. And there was probably at least 50,000 people, I would say, easily. We went on the day they unveiled the Memphis Bell. And it was really cool. Like, I wouldn't change anything about that experience. It was amazing. It was just so packed. They had reenactments. They had uh, flyovers. They had B-17 flyovers. I think they had a P-51 Mustang. They had several of them. And then they also had um, Air Force One. And they had that C-17 flyover. Yeah. So it was really, really cool. And it was well done. It was packed around the Memphis Bell. And so this time it was kind of nice because we could actually get close to it, which was new because last year everyone was there. Um, but I wouldn't have changed it. And- this year we went, and at least two-thirds of the cars in the parking lot had extra antennas. That's very true. You could tell that the hams had invaded, for sure. Um, but it was, it was. I mean, we, we enjoy going, and I think the best part of it all is that it's free. Yeah, it, it, it's free, and even if there wasn't admission, it would be worth every penny they charged. It's an amazing what you can see for free. It takes you two hours just to walk through it. At least two hours. Jack and I did it two years ago, and we literally had two hours, and we booked it through the entire thing. This was our third year going. Um, I had been there several times before, um, but Jack had not, so 
that was, we've kind of made it an annual thing, uh, not on purpose, but we enjoy going. Um, so then from there, we went to the Greene County Fairgrounds to Hamvention, uh, and we have flea market um, passes. So we go on Thursday and we help set up and we helped my dad set up. He has flea market area. And so we went to dinner and we went to a restaurant called Nick's. We've been to Nick's before. Jack, what did you think? I think they have very good food, but so do 30,000 other people at 5 o'clock who are also visiting. Yeah, it was definitely packed. Um, We got our table finally after what seemed like forever. I would say it was an honest 35 minutes. It was was closer to an hour, but we did have nine people. No, we didn't. We had seven, I think. No, we only had... I don't think so. But nevertheless, we ended up waiting forever. And so we get done eating and we're just exhausted. We are so tired. So we head back to our hotel in Springfield, which is about a 25-minute drive. And um, we crashed. I, I, I slept hard that night. Yeah, it was... It was a good night's sleep. Yeah. We did have a storm that night, though. Like, I heard the thunder, and it, like, woke me up, and it wasn't, like, enough where I was like, oh, I'm just going right back to sleep. Yeah, I looked out the window. It was probably one in the morning, and it was definitely pouring and lightning and figured it was going to rain all day the next day, and it was gone when we woke up. That was a nice surprise was... um the fact that the storm had passed. So the next morning we get up and we get up way too early in my opinion, but we get up and we get to the fairgrounds at around 7 a.m. And we set up our, our last setup um, because we, knowing that we were going to get rain, because uh, when we were at the restaurant, like they stopped seating people outside because they knew that a storm was coming. So we had to finish setting up everything that we had tore down <laughs> and finished setting up. And it was overcast that day, but it was. Why are you smiling, smiling at me? You're totally smiling at me. Okay. So we, now you're laughing at me. So we get to the fairground set up and it's overcast. I would say it was probably high 70s. No, it was 85 on Saturday. On Saturday? No, 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 Friday. Friday. It was in the 80s. Really? Okay, so like probably 82 though. I can't imagine it was, you know, it was low 80s, but it was overcast. Yeah. And there was a nice breeze. And so it didn't feel hot, but I got burnt to a crisp on my forehead because I understand like, yeah, you can still get sunburnt in overcast weather, but I didn't think I was in the sun that much, but I did. I got burnt very bad. So we walk around and we thought we had rocked around the entire flea market area. And then we discover that we didn't, we like didn't do the outer loop of the track. So, which happens, I feel like every year (laughs) there's, it's, it's like, it's constantly growing. Um, Jack, did you make any purchases on Friday? 
maybe a few. What did you purchase? Well, we weren't planning on buying anything, so I got a diamond antenna mount and uh I think that was it. I think that was it. Okay. What did I get? Louisiana Grill. Oh, I got I got food. <laughs> so we did. We ate at our favorite place, uh Louisiana Grill, and what did you eat for lunch? Uh we usually eat Louisiana Grill three times a year. Get the big chicken sandwich. There's no other food there, in my opinion. Well, I agree. I got the chicken and rice, and it was phenomenal. So then we go inside, and was there anyone inside that, like, stuck out to you? Like, oh, yeah, we, you know, really enjoyed their display or anything like that? Um, I got sucked into the Heil display. You don't say. <laughs> and may have bought some headset, headphones. So a shout out to the Heil guys. We went there and they flat out told us, check our distributors because they may be able to beat our, our pricing. And we're like, okay, fair enough. Like we appreciate you telling us that. They told us exactly what we needed. They even wrote it down for us. So let's finish Friday and then we'll go into your purchases on Saturday. Friday, we walked around. You got the Hamvention t-shirt. Um, had, to get, had to get the big guy shirt before they sold out. That is true. I will say on, what was it? On Saturday, I went back to get a t-shirt, and they were sold out of all of the smalls, mediums, large, or extra large, and they were down to 2X only. And they were sold out of the 3X and the 4X of the T-shirts. The sweatshirts, they still had some. But, yeah, they said that they were trying to work on getting more bigger sizes. And, like, note to self, if you ever want to get a shirt and you wear either a taller or larger size, go early. Because they don't print very many of them. And so if you want to get one, you better be there early because you will not get one. And this year's logo was phenomenal. Like, I really liked this year's logo. Yeah, I agree. And a lot of the vendors are getting larger size shirts, which I think they should because there's a lot of larger hams. Well, and there's a lot of taller hams like yourself because you're six foot three. I'm I'm five foot three on a good day. So, you know, it's it's not even so much that you need bigger, you need longer. So shout out to vendors that have bigger sizes to fit hams of all sizes because that's really, really important, I think. Um I would like to see more women cut shirts, but I don't expect that. I really don't. Um, you don't have to wait in line for the bathroom. I do not have to wait in line for the bathroom, um, which is my little gift, <laughs> I guess, from Hanvention. So Friday, we finished up, and then we went to a restaurant. Should we name the restaurant? Uh, it's, a, it's a secret, so we can't tell anyone that it was Rooster's. But it's a secret. Yeah, but don't go to Rooster's. Okay. So can I even say the name? No, don't say Rooster's. Why can you say the name and I can't? 
Okay, well, we went to Rooster's, and it was really, really good. We did have to wait about a half an hour, but we had a group of 11 people. So, understandably, we ended up waiting for a while. Uh, They sat us all together, which was very nice, and it was really good. It was really good, and, like, everything on the menu was, like, $7 or less. It was very reasonably priced. Very, very good. So, shout out to them. Um, they kept our glasses filled. We, our food was hot when it came out, which I really appreciate. So that was really cool. Um, went back to the hotel and crashed. We were tired again. And we, we walked about seven miles each day we were there. Yes. We do a lot of walking. Um, but it was like, you know, for me, my feet didn't hurt or anything. It was just like, I was just tired for me personally, but I, it's a lot of walking for sure. It's a ton. So we get up the next morning and we get to the fairgrounds. This is now Saturday at about seven thirty in the morning and the sun is shining and it is getting warm already. Like it rained that night again and we get there and it's, it's already getting warm. So we were smart enough or dumb enough to not have sunscreen for Friday, but we definitely had it for Saturday. And I know I reapplied it three times that day because it was just the sun was baking us. And there there was a breeze, but it was it was very intermittent. So and now do you want to say what you got on Saturday? Where do I start? Oh gosh. Uh, well, we went to Heil, and shout out to them, because they told me, I, I was looking for a headset for my FT100, and they said I had to buy like $50 worth of cords to make it work, and they told me to go to the vendors and try to haggle with them, and they wrote down everything I needed, and when I went back to listen to it before I bought it, they gave me a free shirt and a stack of stickers, and and a bag, and then I said, "What well, I'm still buying it from your vendor. And they were like, that's cool. And um, they gave me a printout of everything I needed to go buy. And we went to Ham Radio Outlet. And a big shout out to them. They are very friendly and helpful. I agree. We we purchased our diamond mount on fr- uh, Friday from them. And we went back on Saturday and we purchased the headset from them. And amazing amazing people there very friendly very helpful and what was great is they actually shipped out our stuff the same day so we came home today on monday today is the monday following hamvention which i call regret day because you either regret getting something or not getting something and uh we came home and there was a mount from ham radio outlet in the mailbox so that was really cool um didn't have to wait at all uh, they didn't have the things that we actually wanted at the show, but that was okay because since they don't have a store in Michigan, we don't have to pay sales tax. So that was really cool. Um, and, and free shipping. Cause I said, please. Yes. Free shipping because we asked them nicely. So, uh, they, a big shout out to uh ham radio outlet for that. So, um, so that was like your big purchase on Saturday. Did you purchase anything else? Oh, uh, I'm sure I did. I don't remember. 
<laughs> so we went to the AMSAT. That was Sunday. Uh, well, we went both Saturday oh, yeah. and Sunday. So yeah. we went to the AMSAT area. So 50th anniversary of AMSAT. We went over there. They had a really, really cool T-shirt. And they had a really cool hat. And Jack and I are wanting to get into satellite communications. So I got the T-shirt. He got the hat. And then um, I also got a book, which is their starting guide. If you are considering doing anything with AMSAT, doing satellite communications, and you don't know where to begin, I highly recommend this guide. It's phenomenal. It was $25 donation, and you get it, and it's amazing. I've actually really enjoyed reading it, and it answers all of my questions thus far, so it's great. I highly recommend it. So with a $25 donation of AMSAT for the book and then uh, other donations for the shirt and hat, we ended up walking away and AMSAT, <laughs> you know, definitely got supported by us. So Saturday uh, was very hot. I uh, There wasn't hardly any shade. You could see people trying to get shade. But I do want to do this, Jack. I want to give a shout out to Icom, and this is why. Because out of all of the big three, Yesu, Icom, and Kenwood, Icom really steps it up with giving you functional things. So for those who went to Hera Arena, they'll remember that they actually handed out ponchos one year. So that was a really good idea, right? Because it always rains at Hamvention. Like, I have yet to go to a Hamvention that it didn't rain at some point in the weekend. This year, while they didn't have ponchos, they didn't actually end up needing them, they did have those umbrellas at the tables where you could eat in the food court to provide shade. And so I want to give a shout out to ICOM because I don't know if this is the first year they've done it. It's the first year that it popped in my memory. But shout out to ICOM because you are doing something that is helping other hams, is functional for the venue, and advertising. So shout out to you guys. Touche. You nailed it because people, they had at least six umbrellas. And while it seems like a small gesture, it was really nice because we didn't sit under one, but I saw people that were. And so that I wanted to give a, a little touche to them. Um, so then we decide to go, it's the end of the day and we decide to go to dinner. And do you want to tell them where we went? No, don't tell them about roosters. Okay. So we went to roosters again because we had such a good experience and, um, excuse me, we were planning on going to dinner with some friends. Some of them bailed, some of them didn't. So we had a much smaller group and you know, for the price, it was just so good. It was really good. Um, and then we, Jack and I had already discussed that we were not going back to the fairgrounds on Sunday. And then he got up with a pounding headache at 630 in the morning and woke me up. Thanks, babe. And I was really sad that Hamvention was over for me. Like, really sad. Like, I wanted to go back. I really wanted to get an AMSAT hat for myself. I was regretting not getting one. Um, and so we decided, oh, I, I did forget on Saturday I bought a Hamvention t-shirt. 
So I ended up going back and getting the t-shirt, which they had my size. It was a large, so they still had my size. So we went back to Hamvention on Sunday. I remember the other thing we got on Friday. What did we get on Friday that I forgot? The Geiger counter. <gasps> That's so true. We got a Geiger counter. So we are prepared. We're ready for the next Cold War. We are. Absolutely. So we we did. We we purchased a Geiger counter. <laughs> it's a it's a cool conversation piece for sure. We also did get an additional cord for my 706 Mark II G a power cord. Uh we're gonna try and figure out what's going on with that. We think it's a, a cord issue. So we just decided, hey, we're here, we're gonna get another cord. Um we got uh some other little things as well. We did go we went to Ellacraft as well. So we went to Ellacraft, and Ellacraft was unveiling the new K4, which they had on display. And that's, like, great. But what I love about Ellacraft is my KX2. And they had this amazing little antenna that had a bipod that would connect to the KX2. And we ended up getting that. And that is so cool. And I cannot wait. It does 15, 17, and 20 meters. So... We did get that. I forgot we we got that as well. So we got antennas this year for sure. So fast forwarding again. That brings us more antennas on Sunday. That brings to more antennas on Sunday. So we didn't get rigs, but we definitely got accessories and antennas this year. So Sunday we go back. I get an AMSAT hat. And shout out to the AMSAT booth because guess what they did have? 4X shirts. 4X, 3X, 2X, and they had them in both varieties of their shirts. So big shout out to them. Thank you very much. I know that some people don't purchase them, but those who do really appreciate the fact that you make them in those sizes. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Jack ended up getting a shirt. I ended up getting a hat. And then we ended up looking which right next door to the AMSAT booth was the Aero Antennas, which we were looking at. And AMSAT was actually selling them. And they get a small profit if you purchase it from them. So we purchased it from AMSAT. And we now have an Aero 2 antenna that we can do satellite communications with. So... Then we went and had our AMSAT hats embroidered with our calls on the back because that was – and shout out to those people. I unfortunately don't remember um, who it was, but they had a ton of T-shirts that they, like, screen printed right there. And they – and I wish I would have gotten their name. I didn't even get the receipt. But shout out to them because we asked them to do it in a rush, and they literally had it done in 20 minutes. So thank you, thank you, thank you to – that vendor, I'm sorry, I don't remember your name. Um, did we do anything? Oh, we ate Louisiana Grill again. <laughs> yeah, one more time. One more time. We had it, and it was so good. And we got in the car by 10.30. We had seen, I do not regret going back on Sunday because we ended up running into Andrea and we ended up running into um, a lot of other friends from around the country that we hadn't seen all weekend. We didn't run into them until Sunday. So I definitely no regrets as far as going back. We did get on the road a little bit later. We have about an eight-hour drive. Um, so we got on the road at 1030. And we made several stops. But we got home at 
730? 730. 730 p.m. Last night. So it was uh, it was a long day for sure. And uh, like my forehead's peeling from being sunburnt. Um, but I guess now we need to go and we need to rate. Okay. Our our hamvention experience. So so let's. I'm 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 gonna start with the questions. I'm gonna let you respond. Then I'm gonna respond. Okay. So Jack, what scale are we using? Okay. So the scale that we are going to be using is a scale that Jack and I are familiar with, and it goes from a no diggity to a ten diggity. No diggity to ten diggity. Okay. A, a ten diggity. Is also known as a full diggity. Or a full diggity. Right. Okay. So, are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? No. Okay, we're going to get started. We're going to rate trash remo- removal at the venue. Trash removal is a full diggity. They, they were always empty. I agree fully. 100% full diggity. Those guys kick butt. All the trash cans were um, were cleared out, and they also had recycle, which I really appreciated. So they had recycle uh, bags, or you know that you could put cans and stuff in. So, all right, next thing, we are going to be rating food at the venue. I'm gonna go with a full diggity. Uh, shout out to Louisiana Grill. It's amazing. Everything else looked good. I wouldn't know. Well, we did have the the cheese stick uh, or cheesecake on a stick. Cheesecake on a stick was pretty um, pretty amazing. Yeah, I had like one bite of it, but it was pretty good. Um, so I also agree, full diggity. I can't say enough about the new venue. It has brought so many amazing food venue uh, vendors. So thank you to. Um, to that, you know, to the people who are in charge of food, yeah, knock it out of the park every year, as long as there's Louisiana Grill. Okay, so now we are going to be rating local restaurants in the area. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Eight Diggity. It, there's the ones we've been to are really good. It's crowded, but it's not their fault. There's 30,000 of us in town. So I think they do a really good job. I'm going with a seven diggity on this. And the reason that I am is um, it's it's not new that we're coming to town. And many of the places don't hire enough staff. I just don't understand why they don't get more people to to help that weekend. So the food is amazing. The price point is pretty good. But they, I feel like they could use a little extra help. So um, next we are going to be rating the, and this one I can't even, I can't rate because I didn't use them, but porta potties. Um, I'm going to go with a five. They did a pretty decent job keeping them clean, but it's a porta potty. I think a five is max. So the only thing, I can't rate that, but I will say on Saturday when they cleaned them, and with the heat, you could smell it for miles. It was 
horrible. So I only use the inside facilities, um, mainly because there's no line. Uh, it's an actual toilet. And I have to say that there was always toilet paper, there was always paper towel, and there was hot water. And that I appreciate. So I cannot rate the porta potties. I can only rate the other restrooms. So um, what? how would you rate the indoor vendors? Like a three diggity. Oh, the, I thought you meant the bathroom. No, no, not the not the restroom. <laughs> the restrooms are pretty bad. They're small and they're full and they're dirty. Okay. The porta potties were better. <laughs> okay. So I'm actually talking about the vendors inside now. Uh I'd go with a nine. They they were pretty good. They had a lot. I don't like the ones that are not ham related. I don't really need them but i understand why they're there they pay and they help out but you don't really need all the garbage out in the tents i agree i feel this year more than other years i saw non-amateur radio related vendors i don't know why but i feel like there was more of them um but as far as the indoor vendors mine is going to be an eight diggity the reason that I say this is, one, I'm always disappointed with Kenwood. They bring, like, four radios to display. They do. They only bring, like, four radios. And they take up, like, half a building. <laughs> so They do have carpet. They have carpet, and I have, to, I have to say that is so comfortable to walk on, just even for the short time that you do. Um, they have cushioned carpet, and that's really nice. And they always have commemorative pins, which are really nice. But... Um, I think they had maybe 10 radios. They should probably bring their whole... They have enough room. They should bring their whole lineup. Yeah, I I fully agree. That may be their whole lineup. I honestly don't know. They should rent a smaller spot. Yeah, they take up like a half a building. Um... So ICOM was great. They did they did a lot of like uh, giveaways and stuff I, like that. ICOM gets a three because I didn't win the radio. Right. We tried to pay somebody to make sure that we won the radio, but it didn't work <laughs> clearly because we didn't come home with a free radio. Um, and Yesu gave away their hats like every other year. And I simply asked the lady. Jack didn't have his ticket on him like a bad ham. I had mine. I always get mine laminated. I keep mine. So out of the last 19 years, I've attended 18 hamventions, and I have my ticket from every single one of them. And they have gotten smart. They used to just put like a stamp on it, and you could honestly rub it off if it was um, laminated. Now they punch the card. And I told her, I said, honestly, I don't even need one. He wants one. He doesn't have his ticket, but please don't punch my card because I it's laminated. And she was totally understanding to that. She said, of course, no problem. Here you go. So thanks to for Yesu for that. They had no shortage of hats this year. They, they, oh, my gosh. There must had, have been like 50,000 hats. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There were so many hats. So, um, yeah, they definitely had plenty to, to give away. Um Ella Craft had a really they had a bigger a bigger area this year. They had a bigger area, but they only had two people. Or yeah. oh they were a couple but they were all sales. They only had two people showing you this place. So if you wanted something you kinda had to wait. Yeah, absolutely. We went up and we were talking well, <laughs> we wanted to talk to a gentleman about the antenna that we ended up purchasing and they had four or five people that were actually ringing up sales and they only had like two at the display. So um, 
But they had a larger area to display more, and I thought that was cool because it's always really crowded there, um, especially with them unveiling a new radio. But, you know, we went and it it, it wasn't nearly as crowded. Um, the AWRL was still in their same area. Um, I think they had more. They may have, but Heil moved. Heil moved to a new area this year, and they had what seemed like more space. Um, hopefully their sales showed that, but, um, I helped, you did help. You helped Heil definitely. So next rating, we are going to be rating the weather. Uh, 11, 11 diggity. It was beautiful, but it can't get too hot for me. And I like thunderstorms, but only at night when I don't have to stand outside in them. It's a scale from no diggity to 10 diggity. Eleven. That's <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna give it a nine diggity. The reason I don't give it a ten diggity is it got a little too hot for me on Saturday. But if I had to choose, I will take the sunshine over the rain. I will fully agree. Nine diggity. This is the best hamvention weather I've ever seen. In my eighteen years of hamvention, best weather. Well, we came home to 40 degrees and rain, and I'm surprised there's not snow. That's true. We did come home, and it was very cool. So um, I guess that just leaves one last rating, and that is your overall Hamvention experience for 2019. I'm going to give it a full diggity. It was a really good year. I didn't really have... Any complaints this year? I think they're I think they're doing really good. It's only their third year there and I think every year they get a little better. So I I will say it was a nine diggity. Um I feel like the you know, there's some there there's always room for improvement. I loved the app. They came out with an app this year so you could check your hourly ticket prizes and stuff like that. Um, so I really liked that um, because there's not television screens in every building. I The weather was great, just a little hot. They can't really help that. The food venue vendors were amazing. I would like to see a food vendor and someone with water or drinks in the flea market area. It is kind of a hike to get from the flea market to where the food is. And especially if you have a spot that you can't really leave for a long time. You can't make it all the way to the food court and back. So even if there was just someone out there or, or a guy on a little bike with ice cream. That would be cool. <laughs> I will say one thing that I noticed, which the last time that we did this for 100 watts and a wire was the first year that it was at the Green County Fairgrounds. And one of the biggest gripes that I had was the mud in the infield. And this year and last year, they had that ground up asphalt. However, uh, you didn't see, but my sister and I actually helped a gentleman who got stuck in loose like gravel, essentially, and he was on a scooter, and he couldn't, he was stuck. Me and my sister ended up having to push him. So there's still room for improvement. They need to pack down the, the road lanes a little bit more. But I do want to make out one last shout out, and that is to the Xenia Fire Department. So... Bear with me. It's a little story. We were walking back from the flea market 
into where the, the indoor vendors are and where the food court is. We were walking and this gentleman from the fire department had a cooler with cups and free water for anyone who needed water, which was really, really cool. I, I, that's awesome. But the thing that was really cool about this, there was a gentleman on the golf cart in like the front seat and he was trying to get, I think, to the flea market area. Very elderly gentleman. Couldn't quite make it up, probably down the track and then up to the infield. Um, so he was trying to find another golf cart for this gentleman to then get to where he needed to go. And another golf cart couldn't be found at that time. There were plenty of golf carts, but there just wasn't one at that time. So the gentleman, the fire, the firefighter, who is probably not a ham, probably does not listen to 100 Watts in a Wire, but I'm still going to give a shout out to him, said he was getting low on water anyway and actually drove the gentleman to where he needed to go. And so I think that is commendable and needs to be recognized that the Xenia Fire Department deserves a shout out because... They went above and beyond. They had water. They were everywhere. There was tons of people there. Um, and there was also um, the the first aid area where you actually ended up getting some aspirin, and that was like Kettering I'm not sure who did health it, system. but it was, it was the first aid tent. And the security guard standing outside, black clothes all day, directing traffic and helping people in and out. Yeah, absolutely. The The security guards were wearing black shirts and black uh, hats and black pants. They were in full black, and it was hot. So um, we want to thank the volunteers because this would not happen without volunteers. We love going to Hamvention, so big shout-out to the people that actually make it happen. So do you have anything else that you want to say? I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't either. I think that wraps it up for us. So I'm Laura, Whiskey Zulu 8 Charlie. And Jack, Whiskey 8 Kilo Echo Charlie. And one thing that I would like to say is this is a hamvention that is special to me. It is the last one that I am attending as a YL. Jack and I are tying the knot in October. So I will be an XYL from here on out. I'd like to thank Christian and 100 Watts and a Wire for letting us report about our hamvention at 2019. Little pistols and big guns. This is 100 Watts and a Wire. LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. An LDG desktop tuner works automatically with nearly any station up to 1,000 watts. LDG Zero Power Tuners are ideal for portable or mobile use as they consume almost no current and can be powered by internal batteries that last up to a year. LDG Tuners are backed by our two-year fully transferable warranty and our legendary customer service, the best in the industry. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. The new MFJ2100 is here. It's the Octopus Antenna Hub. It can turn your ham sticks into four fully balanced dipoles in minutes. You can mix and match any four HF, VHF, and UHF bands. Simply screw in, say, 80, 40, 20 meter ham sticks and a dual 2 meter 440 whip on opposite sides. Now you have an automatic band switching five band dipole. It works at any height. 
low for local NVIS and high for DX, and say at a fixed height, 20 or 30 feet, use 80 meters for NVIS and 20 meters for low angle DX. It mounts on any mast up to one inch in diameter. You can use a fiberglass pole and a tripod and you're on the air. It's perfect for casual portable operation or if you have limited space, HOAs, you can take it to field day or camping. It has a single coax feed with a built-in ballon and what's more, your ham sticks break down to four feet for easy storage. Visit mfjenterprises.com for more information about the Octopus Antenna Base, the MFJ2100. That's mfjenterprises.com. This is Kilo Zero Sierra Tango Hotel. Returning. Holy smokes. Look, what I'm going to do is I'm going to carry over Neil's special op segment to next week we'll talk more about the next generation next week we've clipped up here uh, just about over an hour's time with a recap of Dayton and my spiel about the YouTubers bringing me the immediacy that I really really enjoy it's what brought me you know as a kid listening to CB radio uh, you know my dad had a big antenna on the roof of our row home in Baltimore and the immediacy of radio is what attracted me to it well, at Hamvention and other things like that, I enjoyed the immediacy of seeing the YouTubers, you know, whether or not they had a lot of subscribers or not, even the little ones and people you've never even heard of, people who just pulled out their, you know, camera and knew how to do it, they were getting 1,500 views because it is such a popular ham fest. It's the biggest in our country. Some may argue the best, I don't know, I'm invited to different ones, I hear uh, Huntsville, which is coming up in uh, three months, and Orlando has a great one. You know, but this year is a little dicey for me. I don't think I'm going to get out to any. So it was cool to kind of see that in real time, and I think it is a game changer uh, in terms of how these video people are putting together their shows and how they'll present their shows because flashing back to something that's already up there now and has been up there for four days, you know, it changes the game. And uh, we'll see how it, you know, it affects people who are doing things the old way. Because this week, I really do believe you'll flash back and they'll say, let me show you a picture of the guy with the hat on and the lady with the antennas on her hairdo. You know, and you have already seen that in real time. Is it still cool on Wednesday? Yeah, I don't know. Do what you do, player. Do what you do. All right, I'm going to wrap things up. Uh Apologies to Neil, we're going to bump you. Uh, this is kind of like uh, I tease him that I'm his Regis Philbin. Anybody who can't do his show, he calls me and then I decline. So that makes me feel good, but it makes me feel like second best anyway, like Regis Philbin to later uh, David Letterman. So now uh, payback, bitch. Anyway, let me wrap things up. Love you guys. Love all you just playing around, Neil. You still are a little bitch. I'll get you for that, Neil. I'll get you for those days, those weird days. Take care of yourselves and take care of each other. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.